This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles with yours truly, the evil chocolate cookie. I have got two games to bring to you today. Of course, we have our regular game and then the last game of Celebrity Jeopardy for the season. Yeah, I know. Kind of sucks. Because those are fun. Apologies for my mastodon pinging its little head off. I'm having a conversation with someone who just popped up on my feed and I really like them already and I'm hoping they don't stop talking to me as soon as they learn I'm an idiot. (laughs) And please don't take this the wrong way. I am not single. I just like this particular individual for, you know, standing up for somebody they'd barely even heard of, which they really did earlier. So, yeah. But I will get back to them as soon as I get done taping this. This has got to be National Absurd Categories Week, and I will explain that as we go along. So let's start out with our regular game today. We had, for our contestants, we had Kelly, Lloyd, and Dylan. And the first reason I say National Absurd Category Week, the entire Jeopardy round in this first game that we're covering today, all of the categories had something to do with Taylor Swift. (laughs) Like, I kid you not, every single category, except for the last one, was the name of a Taylor Swift song. And the last one was a pun on that big tour thing that she did recently. So yeah, apparently the writers are Taylor Swift fans. And it was just it was just like, wow. What am I looking at here? I noticed it this morning. Thank you, email. I noticed it this morning when I was playing the Amazon version. But just hearing them all write together like that made it even funnier. So this was basically Lloyd's game from the get-go. I say basically because there was a slight twist a little bit later. Well, it was Lloyd's game apart from the Daily Double he missed that took away all of his money. He spent a little bit of time in the hole, pulled himself out, got got a few bucks, and then lost it on a Daily Double, but then pulled ahead again and by the end of the first break was in the lead. And remained in the lead. I think I think Kelly and Dylan were having a hard time getting past this guy. And for someone who beat uh, Ray, whatever the heck his last name was, I can never remember it. I mean, yeah. I like to see the giant killers come in here and, you know, be awesome. I, I would... I don't know if this is possible, but I would pay money to see Nancy Zerg come back in here and just, you know, see what would happen. Ken probably would not feel the exact same way, but, yeah. Because we've seen a lot of the recent giant killers. The woman who beat James was invited to the 19 Tournament of Champions. Of course, Jonathan Fisher went on his own winning streak after defeating Madame Odeo. Uh, Roan Talsma came back for second chance. Or not second chance, but Champions Wild Card. That's the guy that beat Amy Schneider. And of course, uh, Danielle Maurer came back for Champions Wild Card too. And if you'll remember, I was rooting for her and she kind of got her butt kicked. And she was the one who beat Matea Roach. 
Yes, I do my homework. Then again, maybe I just watch too much Jeopardy. That's that's a possibility too. <laughs> the other two, I don't remember who they played. I just, for some reason, when Lloyd's name po- popped up, I thought he was the one who beat uh, Chris Panulo. Who, personally, I was glad to see. Not glad to see lose because he was a bad player, but he just didn't have the personality for extended viewability. So I was glad to see some more interesting faces come in. It's nothing against him as a player. Just If you don't have a good personality, then you going on a winning streak is going to bore people to tears. And that's nothing against anybody. It's just, yeah, you you got to have a personality or people aren't going to get interested. Because your knowledge of the presidents and the capitals of the countries of Africa can only get you so far. But I was wrong about who this guy beat, so I'm I admit that. But double jeopardy comes along. Lloyd gets the first of the two daily doubles and makes up for the one he missed in the first round. Then Dylan comes in and gets a daily double, answers it correctly, and makes the game a lot closer than it was, which is really kind of awesome. Lloyd still has the lead going into final. A pretty good-sized lead, but not necessarily a runaway. Because Chris had... Not Chris. Why am I thinking Chris? Uh, Dylan had more than half of his score. Oh, I know why I'm thinking Chris. We were just talking about Chris. My bad, you guys. Too many Jeopardy contestants in one day can do that to your brain. Plus the fact that I've been up since 2 a.m. doesn't help matters. But nobody got final Jeopardy right. Lloyd managed to hold on to his lead. He only bet $801 and managed to advance to the next part of the tournament. Because he had like 25000 and change. So he ended up with 24000 and something, 99 I just don't remember the exact number because I suck at numbers. But that was today's regular game. Every Everyone did as well as they could, considering, you know, the high level of play and the fact that there was a giant killer in their midst. So, congratulations to everyone who played. I can see how that final Jeopardy could have been a tough one. I definitely do. Especially because... <clears throat> I couldn't figure it out. My mother, who likes 80s movies and things like that, couldn't figure it out. So... Tough, tough clue. Now, we move on to Celebrity Jeopardy. This is the last one. In just a few minutes, you will find out who won the million for charity. You don't have to wait an hour like everybody else did. Well, I mean, if you watched it last night or even tonight, then you had to wait the standard hour. But if you just come here to get your info because you don't have a way to watch it, then you you won't have to wait an hour. So, yeah, there's that. But we should probably meet our three finalists. We had Katie, Lisa Ann, and Mo. I don't use last names with these people, even though they're famous, strictly because I do not use last names in the regular game. So, for the sake of consistency, no last names. Now, if we had two people with the same first name, I would have to, but, yeah, consistency.
this game was nuts. Nuts because these people were being hooligans and nuts because of just how close it stayed. It was a hooligan fest tonight and I have to say I loved it. I mean, these people were all kinds of nervous. They admitted as much in one of the interview portions. But they were still having fun and they were, you know, kind of making jabs at each other if somebody missed an easy question. And it just the same thing I would do. In, in their situation, if somebody missed an easy question, I would say, you should have known that. And it or something, just kind of poking at them a little. Not to hurt their feelings, but, you know, just kind of mess with them. There was plenty of fun going on, and there were plenty of brains on display. Not, you know, like literal, actual brains, but you know what I mean. <laughs> because some people would take that out of context and be like, oh my god, they had brains out on Jeopardy! What are you talking about? Then again, some people are very dumb, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, I kid you not, everyone had the lead for at least a few minutes of that game. It was intense. It was crazy. Everybody was having fun. And the National Absurd Categories Week continued there because these three each got their own um, category that kind of put their name in the category somewhere, and every single one of them was absurd. I am not even going to read them back. Because if I did, I would melt my already partially liquefied brain. Because one of them was like 40 miles long, and the clues were equally as confusing, and my soul hurts, and my brain hurts, and my nervous system hurts, and everything hurts from that category. <laughs> But it, it was, it was very intense. Everyone was fighting over daily doubles, especially in that Triple Jeopardy round. I don't remember who got most of the other ones, but I do remember uh, Triple Jeopardy being split. And Mo went all in on the last one of the game, prompting me to scream at him because it was the last one of the game. There were four clues left. What were you thinking? Why the heck would you do that? You never, 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 never. Go all in on the last daily double of the game! <laughs> Can you tell how strongly I feel about that particular issue? I don't care if you are behind by $250,000. If there's only four clues left in the game, you don't do that! Then again, if you're behind by $250,000, you're probably playing against James Holtower, and you should probably go home anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Oh, I hit. No, stop it. Oh, dear. Sorry, my phone went boingy boingy because I hit the thing. Okay, there, there we are back where we're supposed to be. Oh. But yeah, I, nobody in their right mind should be doing that. I don't care if you think you know enough about it to get it right. You could just as easily be wrong and lose every dime you've got. And what happens to people who are at zero or below by the end of the last round of play normally? Well, not in this tournament, but most of the time. They don't get to go on to Final Jeopardy. Now in this tournament, they get 500 bucks and get to go on anyway, but they're still not winning the daggum game. So, yeah. Can you tell I feel very, very strongly about stupid wagers by people? 
anyway, it paid off in this case, but it still made me just, like, slap things and start screaming. But it led to Mo having the narrowest of leads by the end of Triple Jeopardy because he missed a couple of clues after that and caused his score to drop because, you know, if you miss a clue, you lose moolah. So Final Jeopardy was very important. And let me tell you something, guys. The third place score today was over $13,000, which is extremely, extremely impressive. That is one of the best third place scores I have seen in a long time. Coincidentally, the person who had that score, Lisa Ann, was the only person who got Final Jeopardy correct. And because the other two contestants made huge wagers and lost most of their money, and of course they didn't get it right, so it really wouldn't have mattered anyway, Lisa Ann made this huge wager that sent her wee up into the lead, and that got her the win and a million dollars for her charity, which I've already forgotten what it was. I can never keep up with them. So maybe it's a good thing that Ken was always getting everybody to remind him of their charities, because he probably can't keep up with them either. <laughs> so yes, this was definitely a very, very intense game. As my nerves right now can tell you. Then again, my nerves are already on high alert because this week has just driven me crazy because nobody's listening to me over an issue I've got. Before I sign this thing off, I just want to say congratulations to all 27 of the people who played Celebrity Jeopardy this season. Because no matter how well they did or didn't do, their charities got something and they had fun. Well, most of them had fun. Some of them seemed like they were bored. They might have had fun, but they... Well, they just seemed like they just didn't exactly want to be there, some of them. But they did something for their charities, and that is to be applauded. That is to be recognized, whether they won, lost, went home hiding in a corner, whatever. Because, especially with smaller charities, anything helps. And I just wanted... I, I know none of them are going to listen to this because I'm, a, I'm, you know, not one of the huge podcasters out there. But I just want, I just want this message to go out on the off chance that one of them does catch this, that everyone is a winner in my book because they were doing something to help the rest of the universe. At least a portion of the rest of the universe. And that, like I said, that is to be applauded. So my message to you is just because you didn't win that million dollars, do not think any less of yourself. Because you still did something. And on that note, just a little bit of a nitpick about the prize structure. I think it would make one, I think it would make one million percent more sense to, you know, keep the million dollar prize for first place, bump second place up to half a million, and third place up to a quarter million instead of a quarter million for second and a hundred thousand for third. I I think the I think the slightly increased or in some cases dramatically increased, but whatever, pricing structure would make a little or pricing structure would make a little bit more sense. So 
Yeah, that's my only, that's my only, you know, flaw with the way they're running things because I don't see that that makes a whole lot of sense. But hey, I'm not the producer. I don't make these decisions. So what do I know? <sighs> so that's our game coverage wrapped up today. Um, we, with luck, we would have been online today, but I woke up this morning not feeling so well. So I wasn't able to code that last page. But with any and all good luck, we will be online tomorrow. Friday at the very latest. With our website and all of the associated pieces to that, I will let you guys know when that comes online. I will post it in the show notes. I will try to get it on the show description page. And I will share it everywhere that it needs to be shared. So, if you want to contact me or if you need definitions of some of the terms that we use here or if you have a spotlight request... Any of that kind of stuff, um, you will very soon be able to get to everything in one cent- in one central location. So I'm really hoping that gets fixed sooner rather than later. Like I said, it would have been up today, but your host was not feeling well this morning. So, yeah. But I'm going to wrap this up for the night and let you folks get on with your lives. I'm going to go to bed. And, you know, all of that kind of good stuff. So I'm going to say, as I always do, good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.